So as you all know, we are discussing Meghanudu, the Sandesha Kavya. So Meghanudu is a small lyrical piece written uniformly in the Mandagrandameter and consisting of 121 stanzas. I think earlier episode I said 111 or something. So correct is 121 stanzas and it is divided into two parts known as Purva Megha and Uttra Megha. Purva Megha, uh, it's discussing a... Certain Eksha is condemned to banishment for neglect of his duty by his master, Kubera. Kubera is the god of wealth and he takes up his uh, abode on Ramagiri in the Vindhya mountains. After spending there eight months in lonely solitude, he sees one day a cloud huge as an elephant resisting on the, resting on the peak of the mountain. And knowing that uh, cloud is in its northward course and would be uh, visiting Alagaburi. Alagaburi is the uh, home of Yaksha and the love-blinded Yaksha resolves to make the cloud uh, his messenger and full of joy uh, using this opportunity of sending news uh, of his health uh, to his beloved. He describes he uh, influences the cloud to go to Alagapuri and deliver his Message to his loving wife. Meghadudu uh, is a creation of the poet's own fancy. Uh, that is the separation of a yaksha from his wife. And his exhale and the message he sends to his beloved by means of a cloud. Mm, it has not been borrowed from any prior work. And the theme might be autobiographical. Mm, because uh, the poet may be banished by his patron. Uh, Vikramaditya and sent him in exile and the sorrows of the lonely Eksha uh, may be a replica of those of the poet and according to Malinada it has been stated that Kalidasa must have written uh, the Meghadudu on the analogy of Rama's message to um, Sita through Hanuman in the Ramayana. So critics have pointed out that several expression in the Meghadudu seems to have seems to have the echoes of those in in Ramayana. So, but he is an ardent admirer of Valmiki's epic and hardly at, um, detracts from the originality of his conception or the execution of his design, which is preeminently his own. So, Kalidasa here occupies uh, a unique place in the literature of the world and his highly creative powers then massive intellect uh, then immense imagination marvelous poetical fluency supreme culture place him in very front rank of the great poets of all ages and hindu culture found its expression in the poetry of kalidasa and he says that the highest culture is a recognition of the one grand truth of the one in many of the transcendental in the uh, Then we can see this deep might into the heart of nature is fine so wonderfully with his profound knowledge of the human heart. And Mehadu in Mehadudu, uh, the former half is glowing description of the beauties of nature interwoven with human feeling, and the latter half is a picture of the human heart set in the frame of natural beauty.
So all the homes of nature, uh, that is the sublime mountain to the tiny flower, possess uh, their own individuality as men um, or gods or in the description. In the root of the cloud, uh, the poet has skillfully blended the portrayal of the various aspects of nature with a delineation of the varying emotions of the human heart. And he also aims at immortalizing in verse the various places and scenes which he had visited and whose beauty had charmed his gaze. So the distinguishing qualities of Kalidasa's style is sweetness, grace, then purity, rich glowing imagination and it has all the color, vivacity and rhythm uh, which go to make for that perfection of form uh, which is to be found in the highest literary creation. So every line bears evidence of the poet's sureness of judgment and delicacy of task and his style shows a union of pictorial power with musical expression and that is not equaled by any Sanskrit poet. So even the meter combines uh, the melody and majesty which expresses the emotion of a heart filled with earning and melancholy. So anyway we will begin the poem. First section is Purvamekha, second is Uttaramekha. So Purvamekha means uh, form a cloud. So first answer of Rama's shady peak where hermits roam, mid streams by Sita's bathing sanctified, an erring Eksha made his hapless home, doomed by his master, humbly to abide and spend a long, long year of absence from his bride. So he begins with O Rama's shady peak. O Rama's shady peak is here, Ramagiri. Where hermits roam, so many hermits are roamed in Ramagiri, and the the streams of Ramagiri were sanctified by Sita's bathing, and there an erring extra erring means uh, failed or having uh, failed to adhere to the proper standards. So uh, this cursed extra made his hapless home. Hapless means unfortunate or misfortune. Or doomed by his master. He was ill-fated or cursed by his master. Who is the master is Kubera. Humbly to abide. So he has to accept or act in accordance with the uh, present situation. And spend a long long year of absence from his bride. So now he fails to see his uh, beloved who is in Alagapuri. And at present, the cursed Deksha resides at Ramagiri. And long year of absence from his wife, he failed to meet his beloved daily. Long absence with his bride. So here, the Deksha or divine attendant on Kubera. Kubera is the god of wealth. That he is exiled for a year from his home in the Himalayas. So as he dwells on a peak in the Vindhya range, and that is half India separate him from his young bride. So, uh, so according to uh, Sanskrit writers, there are three ways of introducing a poem. Namely, uh, by a salutation to one's favorite deity or uh, by the pronouncement of a benediction or by introducing the subject matter at once. 
so this follows the here follows the third way that is he has performed the usual mangala however by beginning uh, the first word with its a uh, which represents brahma or as the poem is fictitious uh, the poet does not feel the necessity to name the yaksha so no no name is given to yaksha and also her also his wife so rama lived on ramagiri uh, with his wife and lakshmana for some times while in exile and so sita gives sanctity to the waters of the mountain by her ablutions uh, therein as her sacred body came in contact with them so that is uh, referred in the first two lines on rama's shady peak so rama's shady peak the peak of the mountain uh, so it is ramagiri uh, here it is referred as ramagiri that is the place where rama resides at the time of his exile where hermits roam so many other famous hermits are uh, lived in this peak and the streams are also sanctified by the bathing of sita so shady peak uh, refers to nameru trees it is uh, better to take in the sense of trees affording thick shade so now a thick shady peak of nameru trees and also we can say that it is a lovely beautiful and qualifying trees so the shade is given by nameru trees and eksha uh, if we say about eksha these ekshas has uh, superhuman power uh, such as that of flying through the air becoming invisible so all that powers they have so due, due to the curse given by kubera the god of wealth all these powers were lost for this eksha and he is not able to uh, use his powers to meet his uh, bride so but now eksha has lost all the power and he could not have easily gone to pay a visit to his loving wife he can't go invisibly he can't go to alagapuri within minutes or come back in a very short time so these are all uh these all these super powers were gone by the curse of ex, uh, curse of kubera so eksha uh, belonged to the class of demigods and they are represented as servants of kubera and their duty is to keep uh, guard over his garden and treasures kubera's garden and treasures so are they are beloved uh, here refers as they are loved by the apsaras or the courtesans of indra's heaven uh, so they have their own female companion or wives as appears in the poem so referring about this ramagiri chitraguda in bandelkhand literally means the mountains of rama and may be applied to any hill which rama resided in his exile and critics also say that uh, this lawlone eksha could not feel at ease in one place and shifted his lodging constantly and according to a tradition uh, referred to malli the idea of writing the mekhadudu uh, it was suggested to the poet by rama sending a message to his wife uh, by hanuman so under similar circumstances so uh, you already know that uh, the meter used here is manda kranda or the slow mover it is well suited to the serenity of its theme so 
on Rama's shady peak where hermits roam, mid streams by Sita's bathing sanctified, an erring Eksha made his hapless home. Doomed by his master, humbly to abide, and spend a long, long year of absence from his bride. So, Om Ramash, oh, Omkaram is the beginning. Om Ramash Shady Peak. So, in this shady peak, shade given by this Namayru trees, and um, Rama Shady Peak refers to the peak where Rama uh, resided at the time of his exile. And also, it is a very uh, pure place because so many hermits around in this peak and the middle streams they were the streams are also holy because Sita bathed this bathed in this uh, streams and at present this erring Eksha this unfortunate Eksha or this cursed Desha uh, is forced to live in this hapless home because all the superhuman powers were lost to Eksha due to Kubera's curse. So he was ill-fated by his master Kubera and humbly to abide. He was forced to leave. He was forced to accept this place as his home and spent a long, long year of absence from his bride. So for a short, a long, long year of absence because he is at Ramagiri and his loving bride is at Alagaburi. So on Rama's shady peak where hermits roam, mid-streams by Sita's bathing sanctified, and a ring Eksha made his hapless home, doomed by his master humbly to abide and spend a long, long year of absence from his bride. So in second stanza, some months were gone, the lonely lover's pain had loosed his golden bracelet day by day. Oh, he befilled the harbinger of rain, a cloud that charred through the peaking mimic fray as an elephant attacks a bank of earth in play. So he is spending long days in this Aramagiri. So after eight months of growing emancipation, the first cloud warns him of the approach of the rainy season. That is the Mandafashada. When neglected brides are on to pine and die. So in the first answer, it says that he was cursed by a Kubera because he has neglected his daily duties. And Deksha lost all the superhuman powers. So almost eight months passed. Some months were gone. So some months, almost a long period was gone. And the lonely lover's pain. So who is the lonely lover here? The Eksha. He is very lonely in this peak, Ramagiri peak. Very lonely because he is away from his lover. And the pain caused in the lover's mind. It has loosed his golden bracelet day by day. So he is very painful in his mind that he became thinner or he felt very passive in his uh, duties. 
or he beheld the harbinger or harbinger of rain and so at this time uh, he is foreseeing the coming of rain a cloud that charged the peak in mimic fray so he is showing a very huge cloud as an elephant attacks a bank of earth in play so that uh, cloud seems as or it is represented as a very huge elephant playing in a strange way so it is charging the peak in mimic phrase so these peak were so active after seeing or after the arrival of rainy clouds and seen as an elephant attacks a bank of earth in play so some months were gone the lonely lover's pain had loosed his golden bracelet day by day oh he beheld the harbinger of rain a cloud that charged the peak in mimic fray as an elephant attacks a bank of earth in play so after 8 months of growing emaciation the cloud warns him of of the approach of the rainy season and also his wife his wife who is staying at alagaburi and he was she was unable to bear the pain caused by the separation so here the world central is also significant as a victim of passion he had not the necessary strength of mind to bear the separation and the fact that his wife was abila doubled his anxiety on her account so being voluptuous the extra had not divested himself of his ornaments uh, but the gold bracelet drooped down from his hand owing to the emaciation brought on by his constant thinking of his wife because for a long period it is almost 8 months past the way he is still living a very lonely life and the pain is also the pain of a lover is also there it causes him loosen the golden bracelet the bracelet drooped down from his hand and so the wrist was bare so such an effective anxiety uh, preying on the minds of love uh, love on persons is often described by sanskrit poets and we have first signifying the full moon day on which uh, the moon is in the asterism that is in full moon day so spreading on or resting on that peak ramagiri peak or vindhya mountains it means a, a rampart or embankment having anything resembling it such as uh, it looks like a bank of river or the start of a mountain or sporting with its by striking it with the horns or tusk butting sport while elephant bulls or buffaloes are in the habit of enjoying so simply here the simile is based on the fact that clouds are often seen to assume various fantastic shapes such as those of elephants uh, buffaloes etc so elephants are often described as enjoying 
uh, is enjoying the budding spot. So the elephants, the clouds seems like an elephant. Own drama's shady peak where hermits roam, mid streams by Sita's bathing sanctified, and Ringyaksha made his hapless home, doomed by his master humbly to abide, and spend a long, long year of absence from his bride. Some months were gone, the lonely lover's pain had loosened his golden bracelet day by day. Ere he befielded the harbinger of rain, and a cloud that charged the peak in mountain fray, considered uh, as an elephant attacks a bank of earth in play. So the elephant is attacking earth like what? It attacks like a bank of earth. So several months have passed away and he is still pairing the pain of pain of her lover and he has loosened his golden bracelet day by day due to that, uh, that curse and uh, he beheld the harbinger of rain or uh, he befeeled the harbinger of rain so a cloud that charged the peak in mimic fray as an elephant attacks a bank of earth in play so here he is uh, referring that Elephants are often discussed as enjoying the butting spot.